thanks for that, guys. And we are back with our community segment for your Thursday. We get to talk with Thomas and Watson. Thomas and Watson? Thomas and Watson <laughs> about Logan and Rowling. Thomas, is Watson your second personality? Is that what I got going on there? Well, I did used to have a job where all I had was a name tag that said Watson. So old habits die hard. There you go. Thomas and Wilson here with us. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about what could be considered a second personality, your social media presence. Of course, everybody right now is a buzz in the freight world with the value of freight media and the actual true dollar amount that we are putting on it here at FreightWaves. Let's talk a little bit about this and how media might be a zero-sum game, but that doesn't mean that you can make zero dollars from it. Exactly. And it's, it's one of those things, um, talking about the evolving nature of media, uh, founder and CEO Craig Fuller of FreightWaves was on a Discord space. If you don't know what Discord is, it's like Slack for video gamers. I should know because I use it to play World of Warcraft on. So, um, you know, the changing nature, this is so fascinating. I'm recovered, by the way, if anyone's asking. Uh, we don't need to find Thomas help and a sponsor. Uh, but when we're looking at the changing nature of media, uh, very rarely in the previous four or five years before the advent of, you know, we see the rise of TikTok and these other types of platforms like Discord servers, uh, Twitter becomes X now, uh, that folks would actually engage. And it's, it's very fascinating because uh, we are entering into a new phase uh, where it can be both helpful and uh, if you're not really prepared or have an idea of what to do, it could potentially be harmful. Uh, just for instance, right now on TikTok, uh, a lady found... On the Guardian's website, the letter from Osama bin Laden on 9-11, and that has now gone viral. So be careful. This is the caveat before I give you the pros of social media. You always got to make sure as well what you're disseminating <laughs> or you get a bunch of people on TikTok talking about 9-11 on 11-16. Yeah, that's definitely something you don't want to necessarily run into. By the way, glad that you're in recovery. So what are you looking at when you look at the positives of social media in terms of how it can be used uh, it, again, in a zero-sum game, but it can be used very well to your advantage. Well, Thomas's guide to becoming very popular is step one, provide value to people. People want value, and having these different platforms are new ways of doing uh, But the second thing is uh, typically everyone's off in their ivory towers. If you're a CEO or a founder, uh, you'll talk to only a select few groups of people. You never really get questions from the audience or the peanut gallery. So that's step two is the democratization. It does allow more access for those who are savvy enough to do it. And that can build you step three, the acquiring of street cred. Because guess what? We all need to get out there. We're, we're kind of in this noisy space. And so we need to get our noise out there. And uh, what what you really want to do is you want to take this as an opportunity. People, people worry too much about, oh, am I on message? Am I on brand? Uh, and we always forget in marketing communication that, well, if you're directionally accurate, but you're very authentic and earnest and people get the idea that you want to help them or help with your product, that can be actually more so important than just coming off as so stuffy and controlled. And then you sound like somebody at like a presidential debate where your handler's in the background giving you death stares because you went off script. There's this kind of idea that the modern day CEO or the modern day executive, the modern day company leader it's breaking down that shell, as you mentioned, coming out of their ivory tower and becoming relatable to your people. And I think that that in and of itself not only builds culture more in your organization, but it also builds culture with your peers in industry. And that's one of those big changes that is really coming to the freight space in general is people on the Discord, on FreightX, in their media companies are now showing, hey, you don't have to have this persona and this 
unapproachableness about you and it makes you more willing to do business with them because it, it ends up humanizing people at the end of the day. Do you think that we get to a point where people get a little bit too human? Should CEOs and these executives protect their image a little bit more? Or, or is it getting down to the base level of your employees? Is that what really builds culture and gets you relatable? Well, it's always a balancing act. Uh, definitely do that. Like today, I did not share the viral TikTok story on my official media account because I'm a trucking expert. So make sure that you know your lane. I don't comment on politics. I do make an occasional joke or two, but I also make sure that I specifically target things that impact uh, the freight economy, economics, trucking. So having that is important. If you're a CEO of a toilet paper company, uh, you know, just don't decide to get involved in like a Chick-fil-A dispute or something like that over chicken <laughs> prices. You know, that's one of those things that it's probably <laughs> that goes without saying. But um, it can help a lot because what the changing demographics in nature, um, talking about Freightx, Twitter content creators, memes. Uh, those were, you know, legacy media outlets do not like that. They look at it as unserious. They're used to a status structure where they were the gatekeepers. They were at the top, you know, your hundreds of year olds, uh, uh, art magazines, publishers, journals, this stuff. They will kind of look down upon it. But they're forgetting that the new breed of people who are millennials are now reaching middle management, upper management. We have the directors, the VPs. They consume this content and it's only going to continue to become more ubiquitous. Uh, as we have younger generations who are tech savvy, they love short form video, they love funny little clips, and they're used to their content creators having that personality. Now, you know, they may have expectations. This is an important point. Maybe those rank and file do want their CEOs to do a cooking show and have a random TikTok while they're reading their news or something. You know, those are things that could be it. But remember that you don't have to share everything. You don't have to like blog your entire life. It's okay to still have your own private life. But from what we've seen in the past, it is a breath of fresh air. You know, I wouldn't worry about uh, microblogging just yet where every CEO talks about uh, whatever they're watching on TV. But I would say that we're finally moving towards wait till you hear the earnings call and the transcript to folks becoming, they're loosening the tie a little bit. And now they're actually interacting with people on the platforms. And I, I think that's so important. But yes, be, be very cautious in terms of stay positive. Don't get in a cat fight or a, 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 you know, a, a mudslinging contest with the haters on Twitter. That's one of the big things Craig had brought up as well during the uh, Discord spaces. Not only is this a zero, not a zero-sum game, we can help people, we can promote people, we can be positive in this space to help out because all ships rise when we have that kind of mentality. But also don't get so caught up in your detractors. If they're hating on you, it means they're doing you're doing something right. You're eliciting a response. I've got a few hate mail lately. Remember that if someone takes time to insult you online, that is time they could have spent insulting someone else online. You're occupying very valuable headspace in the real estate market. So don't take it too personally because remember, they're also entire accounts. Uh, whose sole job is to just make fun of and attack somebody for clout. But once they finally get the clout, just like a dog chasing an ambulance, they don't know what to do when they've caught it. As the kids would say, uh, rent-free living in their minds. Yeah, absolutely there as well. Uh, we've got about a minute left here, Thomas. <clears throat> as you look at it, you know, we've had kind of this uh, experience with CEOs a little bit uh, in the past, kind of leading up to what, what would be what Web 2.0. You've got this discourse back and forth. Obviously, people like Richard Branson, who's been very public about, you know, Virgin. You've got people like Elon Musk, obviously, who's been very, uh, Mark Cuban, who's also been very public there as well. Um, is it for everybody, though, in terms of maybe even industries in which, 
even in the transportation industry, ener- energy companies, perhaps, uh, who maybe not have don't have the the greatest uh, image in the world that they all of a sudden pop up and start to be funny within the industry. Not for everyone. If yeah. you are a CEO of Exxon or a large energy company, or if you decide to comment on recent geopolitical events, think twice, because just like it could be a very big positive for coming off as cool, you could hit the wrong button like in a game of operation and get the buzz and everyone just starts yelling at you. It could be very detrimental. And we've seen that it's a high risk, high reward strategy. So if you're ever worried about that, get with your comms team, get with your marketers, it's easier to pay off a few influencers. Find someone who's tech savvy in the space. If you want a little softball interview, you have that ability to change and dictate the battlefield of the information battlefield. Use it. Don't feel like because one tech savvy founder did really well, you can too. If you are in any, if you're publicly traded and your your butt's on the line, play it safe. Go through the hoops. I know that that kind of is not as authentic as you want, but it's more authentic than you were. True that. All right, Thomas, thank you for joining us this morning, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll be back to wrap up this first hour of Fruit Waves now after this. 